0: Do you want to throw over 400 feet consistently? Well, in today's podcast, I'm going to teach you how. With just a couple of quick and easy tips, you will be on your way to throwing 400 feet consistently. If you don't know me, my name is Quentin, and I am your disc golf coach. When I first started disc golf, my average round rating on UDisc would have been around 100. Now, a bad round rating for me is under 225. If you want to get your round ratings up and your scores down, make sure you stay tuned for the tips I'm about to give right now. Welcome in everybody to the Chain Clingers Disc Golf Podcast. I am your host, Quentin, and today we are talking about throwing the disc far how you can get the disc to go 400 feet consistently and I got a couple ideas that I think are really going to help but before we get to that I kind of want to just address what is going on with the podcast what is going on with me and just kind of the direction and future of what I want to provide for you all out there so the last few weeks I haven't been able to put a podcast out and I'll be completely honest with you the time just was not there and I was unable to make it work and so this weekend I wasn't. Able to make it work, so here we go. We've we've got a podcast coming for you guys. But in general, as Horatio and Trenton have both kind of stepped away, and a lot more of the brand has been put under my shoulders, I have found it a little bit harder to get a consistent podcast out for you guys weekly. And I'll be honest, getting interviews just like two years ago and today are completely two different animals. It was very easy and accessible to players, and then today it's a little bit more difficult. And also, I'll be honest with you, we have. spoken to a ton of amazing disc golfers over the three years of doing this podcast and very appreciative for all of their time. And there's just not a whole lot more that we can go into without being extremely repetitive. And that's never the point. We don't want to be repetitive. And talking about this podcast from the very beginning has always been, we are not pros and we are going to try to help you be the best disc golfer you can be. And that is still my goal at the end of the day. I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm not a professional, but what I can do through my learning and all these interviews with these players, as well as watching, playing, and coaching disc golf, is I can be your disc golf coach. And that is the goal that I have. And the direction that I want to take this brand is helping you become a better disc golfer and coaching you through those different ways of doing that. And so what that kind of looks like at a high level is the podcasts are going to be taking a step back. And I'm not exactly sure what the consistency is going to be quite yet. I do have some pretty major life changes coming up here in a a few months. And so that could definitely be changing my time allocation. And I'm just going to shoot straight with you guys and be completely honest with you. And the podcast might be something that has to get cut. What I am committed to is putting out TikTok and Instagram videos for you guys throughout the week. Probably not much on Saturday and Sunday, but I am going to try to give you valuable, informative videos on the weekend or sorry, during the weekday. And help you become a better disc golf through coaching and every now and then you're also going to get just some good content from just playing around and just some satirical or funny content or hot takes. I mean last week I did a hot take saying the time lapse is the most overrated disc in disc golf right now and people have lost their absolute minds and cannot imagine somebody having a different opinion than their own. And so that's kind of the direction that I want to go in the sense of, I really want to hammer on that because I can give you quick content that you can see and you can watch and you can take, you can go do with. And that's a little bit more difficult with the podcast. And like I said, we're not doing as many interviews as we used to. And we have gathered, I feel like a very good knowledge bank that I want to be able to share with you guys, and I think that might be a better space to do it. There is just also more uh, potential to grow the brand over there than there is with the podcast. And I, I do like the podcast, but not. I've not only done this podcast; I've done another podcast. I mean, I've been doing pretty much weekly podcasts for six ish years now, and uh, at a certain point, you just get a little bit burnt out. And I've been trying to not burn myself, trying to not burn myself out. And I just feel as though at the end of the day, I'm so unbelievably thankful and appreciative of everyone who has ever listened to this podcast. Um, but I think the way that I can provide the most value to you is by focusing in on TikTok and Instagram and providing content over there. And that is going to be what I do. And, and will some podcasts still come out here and there? Yes, absolutely. I still want to do the roundtables with the boys on Patreon. And if we have an interview, I want to do that. Maybe Trenton or Horatio will join me every now and then and we'll do an episode. Like I I do want to do those things here and there. I just can't promise you a consistent timetable to be releasing episodes. Um, If you want to unsubscribe and tell me to piss off and that you hate me, I completely understand that. But I want to be transparent. I want to be honest with you guys. And that is just the truth at this point. I don't know what kind of schedule or consistency I'll have with the podcast or that I'll even be able to have with my time allocation. But I will tell you that I will be putting out videos on TikTok and Instagram as often as I can throughout the weekday. My goal is at least four. And if I'm able to get to five, then there will be one on Friday. But the goal is at least Monday through Thursday, have something out. And for now, I will be having stuff out on Fridays as well. So, That is kind of the plan, and like I said, we've done this for three-some-odd years. I'm so unbelievably thankful and appreciative of everyone who has ever listened to this podcast before. Maybe this is your first episode, and if it is, I recommend you go all the way back to episode one, man. We have had a lot of great guests, a lot of great discussions, and I don't ever want to just come on here and just go through a cycle where it's like, okay, I'm going to talk about this putting tip, and then three weeks later, I'm going to talk about the same putting tip again. And I want to share with you our experiences. I want to share with you our tips and our knowledge and all of that stuff, which I think the comparative advantage is to do that over on TikTok and Instagram. And so, like I said, and I keep saying, like I said, that's very annoying of me, but Go back and listen to old episodes. There are some fantastic, amazing interviews out there with players that we are so thankful that gave us their time and came on the show. But please go listen to those if you want to catch up, you want to learn something. If there's something in disc golf that you're struggling with or need help with, I promise you we have done a podcast on it. And if you really need more, please feel free to DM me on TikTok, Instagram at Clinkers Disc golf, and hit me up and, and, you know, ask questions. I, like I said, being a coach, like that's what I want to do. I want to help you, uh, learn and improve your game to be all that you can be. Maybe you're somebody who wants to be a pro. Maybe you're somebody who just wants to have fun and beat their friends more on Saturdays and Sundays. Either one of those things are completely okay with me, but I will always say have fun enjoy your time out on the course because you know if the worst thing going on in your life is you miss a putt in disc golf then things are going pretty well and so just kind of keep that in the back of your head and make sure you're having fun out there and uh i'll get off my soapbox now i think that's it for the direction of the podcast um like i said I want to give you guys some tips on how you can throw 400 feet consistently in disc golf. And so there's a couple of things that will be hitting the TikToks and Instagrams. But really what I want to talk about here is a few things. The first one is what you're actually doing with your wrist and getting to the power pocket. Um, When you're doing your reach back, if you're just pretty much shaking hands with the back of the basket or sorry, back of the T-pad and just coming straight through and you're not really flicking your wrist a whole lot, that is killing a lot of spin on your disc and you need more spin in order to get the disc to go far think about every time you've seen drew gibson throw a disc and how the disc is literally still spinning after it's hit the ground that's what you need when you have that when the disc is still spinning when it is hitting the ground you know you put a lot of spin on that disc and that's why it was able to go far if your disc hits the ground and does absolutely nothing It ran out of steam. It ran out of speed. It was unable to continue to fight that air resistance and gravity, and therefore it came back to Earth. So how can you get more spin on your disc? A big thing you need to do is you want to have your wrist cocked back kind of in toward your arm at the peak of your reach back and through getting to the power pocket. That power pocket is when your elbow, your arm is making a 90 degree at the elbow. If you're watching this, I'm kind of demonstrating it on the camera, but you're the, the, your forearm is one straight line. And then your elbow up to your shoulder is the other straight line. That's what makes the 90 degrees. And that is what's able, when you're in that position, that gets you to the power pocket. So when your wrist is cocked back close to your chest, you're kind of like coiling and recoiling in to then coil back out the more of that coil action you have, the more spin you're going to generate on the disc, which is going to allow it to travel further and travel through the air easier at the end of the day. And the way that this helps and you can continue to work on this is when you're actually using your elbow correctly through your throw. You don't want to drop your elbow or drop your shoulder during your throw. Any of those things is bad. So like you've probably seen someone who has a disc up and their elbow down. That's just going to lead to a nose up throw because as you're throwing, the disc is angled with the nose in the air. You have to keep that elbow up that way the nose stays down. Keeping your elbow up through your entirety of your throw and your follow through is going to keep your nose up and it's going to allow the disc to travel a lot further. So when you do those two things, it is go- that's, that's just getting the spin right. That's just getting your elbow and the power pocket correct. That's what you need to be focusing on with your upper body in order to hit that 400 foot mark. But what else do you need to be focusing on To hit 400 feet consistently, you need to be focusing on your lower body. And what I'm talking about here is kind of think about disc golf like you would a baseball player hitting a baseball. Any left handed batter in baseball, in a right hand thrower in disc golf, is pretty much doing the exact same motion and needing to use their hips. Baseball players don't hit 500 foot, 400 foot bombs by just using their arms. They use their hips. They use their lower half. That rotation and that spin and that power that they're generating through their legs is what's allowing the ball to travel far, just like that's what's allowing the disc to travel far. So you want to make sure that your lead foot is in front of your back foot if you have that opposite and your back foot is in front of your lead foot, you're not able to use your hips as much as possible and you're not able to quickly twitch them. And when they're open like that, you have a higher likelihood of either yanking it and grip locking it or releasing it too early. Whereas when that lead foot is in front of the back foot, you're able to dig in to the ground and you're able to dig in to your hip and then that rotation and that quick twitch and you opening your hips completely up and rotating on your heel is in having that power generate up your body and into your throw. That is what's going to help you from the lower half to throw the disc even further. So like I said, in order to throw 400 feet, there's three big things that we have to focus on and we have to get right. The first one is you need to get spin on your disc. You need to cock your wrist toward your body so that way you are spinning more. The second thing you need to do is you need to keep your elbow up and you need to stay in that power pocket at 90 degrees. If you're not getting to 90 degrees, then you did not get there properly. You're not in the power pocket properly or long enough. And this might take some while to to work on but you have to stick with it. Sometimes taking a step back leads to two steps forward. You might be sitting here and being like, cute, I can throw 350 pretty consistently with my distance drivers, but guess what? If you would work on these things, you could throw 400 consistently. You could hit 450, you could hit 500. There are different distances that you could hit and your game can always improve. Don't ever stay stagnant. continue to be a lifelong learner. And the third step of that is using your hips. Making sure that that lead foot is in front of your back foot and that you are rotating on your heel and using your leg to drive up. And all that momentum and power is going into your front leg and you're not losing it by falling off the T-pad. These things will help you throw 400 feet consistently. I know you can get there. It might be a slow process. But if you stick with it, and you practice, and you don't get discouraged, and you be vulnerable, and you embrace the suck, then you will be on your way to throwing 400 feet consistently. If you got value out of this podcast, please, please, please leave a like rating, comment, um, what all do people do nowadays? Subscribe, follow. Really what would be the best is if you gave us a follow and interaction on TikTok and Instagram at Clankers disc Golf, and you were uh, commenting on the videos throughout the week. That is really important, guys. I, I know that we every content creator says like, comment, subscribe, but those things really do matter for the algorithm. And my ultimate goal is to help as many of you disc golfers as we can. And so if you could, that would be highly appreciated. Um, I'm not exactly sure how to end this because normally I would say we'll see you guys next week, but I don't know if I'll be seeing you next week. Maybe it's two weeks. Maybe it's three weeks. I know that's not really the best, but that's just what I got right now. I'm not walking away completely, which I could be doing in this situation. I could be like, you know what? The brand is done. I'm done. Burnt out. It's over. But I don't want to do that to you guys. I don't want to just completely leave you hanging. I still want to give you content when I can. I still want to help you when I can here in the podcast space. Like I said, the TikTok and Instagram space, at least four days a week, if not five, I'm going to be giving you content over there to help you become a better disc golfer. Hopefully, you guys got some value out of this. And hit the course. We'll see you guys when we see you.